Today is Friday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, and you are listening to the Hoosier Picks Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 19. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 19. All right, well, just spiked. I wasn't sure if it was going to be too loud or not. I'm getting a little bit. There we go. It's starting to equalize. Welcome back. God, it's my W's. Does it matter? Does that matter? Welcome back. What? Well, well, welcome. Why, why does that matter? Well, if it goes off the screen, then when you're playing it in your eardrums or in your car, you're going to drive off the side of the road or pluck a pencil in your eyeball because it goes ape shit. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to episode 19 of the Hoosier Picks podcast. Um, uh, got a duo here today. Um, it's just Tommy and I right now. We're waiting on Reagan to call in. The real dream team. Uh, Tommy said it, not me. Um but we're waiting on Reagan to call in and um, chat with him. I think we're definitely going to get to IU, and uh, we've got a tops list uh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, favorite drinks growing up. It's a little preview, uh, but it is late, and uh, we want to get a couple episode or a couple segments um, through that maybe Reagan wasn't going to talk about. Think about it. You all have favorite drinks as a kid. Just think about it. We'll we'll talk about it at the end. We definitely got it. We're putting it on the socials. So um, go look and poll, vote, vote on our poll because we're definitely going to have a who has the best list. We have to. Yeah. We have to get answers. And we got to get the rules down. No stealing, you know, snaking and all that. We'll we'll, we'll wait to make the rules with Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. He'll want to do that. All right. So uh, a couple quick topics, real quick, um, that Tommy and I wanted to get um, to talk about. Uh, one, the XFL. Um, Tommy, did you get a chance to watch any of the XFL? Your thoughts? I, mean, I, I, I did. I got to watch a little bit. You know, it maybe this says something already about the XFL, but, you know, I was busy, so I just didn't. Unless I wasn't busy for a moment, I just didn't watch it. Um, when I did watch it, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I... It, and we kind of talked about it a little bit before uh, we started, but it, it's kind of like a, a baseball game where, you know, you can be cleaning. I'm not locked into it like I am for a Colts game or a right. fantasy game, right. but it's nice to have a, a football game on the on on TV, on, on the sound, and it's like you, know, you can do other stuff. And, oh, if there's a big play or, you know, yeah. McAfee makes a call, you can get to it and, and enjoy it. Yeah, but um, McAfee was probably a highlight of the XFL. I think I actually saw an article that like said he was like he could be like the saving grace of the XFL. Well, they he's going to be that that guy, the MC that's going to basically be calling the plays. If they need to put him in the booth. And last week we talked about that, but I honestly did not even know he was involved. But it, I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, right? yep. And it's, it's a match made in heaven. And and one thing about that, um, with the success of uh, the first week, I don't know what the total numbers were, 
But I read an article that the XFL drew in 3.3 million viewers in the first game. Um, compare that to the Alliance of American Football um, that drew 2.9 million. Uh, that league that died out. I think one thing that is really going to benefit the XFL is that they're only on three major networks. Right. ESPN, ABC, and Fox. Right. The AAF was spread out all over the place. Half of the games were on like the computer, and then the other half were on a well, random. Yeah, and they're all major networks. Yeah, so it, it was it was it was just too hard to find. Um, but I think that, and this is something we agreed on: the NFL can benefit from these some of these rules or right. some of these things that are right. implemented. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we had a conversation. It's definitely like a more open and shows you the ins and outs of football hearing the play calls the reviews the reviews if you haven't seen it yet watch the reviews they're very just a guy in the booth reviews it he relays down the call i mean it's basically it's a very quick very efficient very open um, way of doing it i think the nfl could you know even if they don't go completely to that, take some notes from it. Mm-hmm. Um, Just the, the openness, I, I think, and, and the way you get to hear the coaches in the locker room, the sideline interviews, that, that just be, basically they're opening the mic to football, and that's what you're hearing. And, and, and that's what, like I said, when you're out here just you know cleaning, doing some dishes, and you hear just football talk, Right, it you know gets the juices flowing a little right. bit, <laughs> makes if, you think if, about fall. If I'm home, I'm probably gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not home, I may not pursue it. Uh, I would like to go to a game though. I I, I, I mentioned it. Um, we need to St. Louis, DC, right? St. Louis, DC. Well, St. Louis is longer with the time change. DC's like Eastern time zone. I think you. I think you. That's what you guys are saying last week. <laughs> Yeah, St. Louis is like three hours away, but it's in a different time zone. So when you come an hour back, difference. Okay, so when you come back, it's like five hours back. But DC is like six. Hours. Six, yeah. So St. Louis is. Right. We'll we'll have to check that out. Um, but I, I I think I typed it in. While while you're while you're fact out. checking fact checking me, um, I do think it is um, going. I, I don't want to say succeed because. There you are. Told you. Three and a half to D.C. Um, so, the uh, I think the XFL is going to be something that is sustainable. Um, they, they've got a lot of financial backing, which is something that AAF didn't have. I think they can at least pay their players through, week, or the, through the first season. Um, but it is going to come. It is going to butt up against March Madness eventually in baseball, hockey playoffs, so it, it's going to be a challenge to not only drive um, for viewership, but gambling aspect too. Right. So, right. all right, tell everybody how far is it to D.C.? It's, all, it's about nine hours. <laughs> oh, okay, give or take. I've got a lead foot sometimes. My, uh, my point has been made. That's, that's all I have to say. So uh, that was the XFL. Um, I think both of us are – Kind of on the same board, gonna give it a shot. Yeah, better than the AAF for the best, sure. The best alt NFL alternate we've seen yet. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um. So now, do you want since we're on football, do you want to get into the Colts a little bit? Yeah. Let Let's talk about. Um. I think the biggest thing on all our minds probably the 
quarterback situation. I mean, there's a lot of talk about quarterbacks right now. Yeah. Um, we're kind of uncertain. Did you see the – they? I think they did it on Pro Football Talk. It was a side-by-side of what Jim uh, – um, Chris Ballard, what he said after the season about Jacoby Brissett. He said something along the lines of, he's our quarterback. Um, but, you know, going into this time last year, I thought Andrew was going to be our quarterback. Kind of a, you know, vague answer. But they compared it to the GM from the Cardinals, who said the, basically the same thing about Josh Rosen. And then they went and, you know – Dropped him, picked up Kyler Murray. So they were just comparing it of, of kind of like general manager talk. Like, you know, you got to read between the lines. I, I think they're going to go and possibly make a move in the draft. Yeah, I I, I think, you know, I, I wonder about Phillip Rivers. Do you think <sighs> Do you think he's coming? I don't want him to come. I no, mean, no. I hate to say it because what if he does end up coming, but. Well, then he's going to have a 20th child and play for the Colts. I mean, I just – I don't really like the guy. I don't know how I feel about him I don't think you. I don't think you gave me the credit on that, that coming joke and the amount of kids that he has. But I will say this to you. I am playing for the future. What's Philip River going to be? Philip River's going to be here for well, two years? I think – He can't throw a deep ball. I think if you get Philip Rivers, it's to – kind of guide somebody that they get in the draft. Or to guide I mean do you think it's okay. I mean you don't you don't guide Brissett at if, this point. He's had he's been behind. Yeah. I I it is as long as that scenario involves us going and getting a young quarterback, albeit maybe we make a hell of a move and go get Tua, who I saw is he's cleared all his physical stuff. Everything looks good. Um same injury as Bo Jackson, except Bo Jackson played like two football seasons on that in, on that injury. Tua got fixed right away. Everything was clean. So I'm good with his medicals. Um, if they go get somebody, and this is somebody I was going to ask you about since we're talking about the draft, um, that Justin Herbert, That's any opinion? I, I don't know. I, I think he's got potential, but I just don't see like the becoming elite, you know, but – I mean, he's 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 on he's on the uh, the there, mock drafts right now. But there's what's that mean? Potential. There's potential for sure, but he just doesn't have like that like Manning or Luck coming out of the draft. That mm-hmm. kind of he. It seems seems like in a weak quarterback class that he's kind of like made yeah. his way to the front. Uh, in my opinion, week after. Here after the elite, there's a an elite quarterback in this one, I think. Okay. Joe Burrow. Joe. Oh. You think they would go all the way up to number one? I, it, no, it, no, no, no. Oh. No, I'm just saying. Oh. Tommy, you about tickled me. I. I thought you meant go get Joe Burrow, which I would be all for. Trade the house for for Joe Burrow. I don't think anybody's giving up Joe Burrow. And even at that, I would almost say. Take a little back and go get Chase Young because, like, Chase Young is a monster. Um, you just don't – I mean, if you're a team like the Bengals, you just don't trade out of the chance of – you you trade out for Joe Burrow and then Joe Burrow becomes the next 
Brady, Manning, like dude, they're the Bengals. Like I mean, they're true. they're like Browns juniors. You, got, you have you have somewhat of a point there. Um, I don't see it happening. I was just stating that I think he's the only one you do anything crazy for. What if, I don't think you I don't think you move up for Tua or Herbert. But if they're there at is it fifteen? I think, I think it's earlier than that. I think it's twelve or thirteen. Oh, really? Okay. So regardless, if if those guys are there when we pick, are you okay with? I would probably take Herbert if he was there. I don't know that he'll be there though. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think we're both saying the same thing. There's going to be something done, and it's not going to be with Jacoby. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think. Uh, it's the question is. Do they bring in like a veteran, um, and and try to use him to develop a young guy, or do they just go with the young guy? Um, I don't. That's why I don't see any of the young guys starting right away. The real question is: is what do we got to do to get Trevor Lawrence? Ooh. Yeah. I uh, one one year. I made I made a little note here. I wouldn't. I don't really. I haven't seen anything about this, but I wish I would love to get Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. But I know he's coming with. I, I think it, a pretty high price. Yeah, he's. Uh, there's one thing you don't want to do, and, and that's overpay for, you know, injury prone guy. Yeah. Now, I granted, he. I, I don't think he was ever injured in, um, St. Louis, no, New Orleans, yeah. um, put up good numbers, but. I mean, I think I think honestly, if this is we kind of turning depressing now. If we were to get <laughs> like grasping at straws, yeah, get a guy, I would go with Teddy because he's got the young. He's young. He's still he, he young. Can, he, and he, he can, can still he, be a quarterback. He could us. fit that offense too. Yes, exactly. he could fit the offense. I, I mean, that's Phil Rivers can't fit in that offense. No. Uh, Tua could obviously. Um, Herbert could, but Teddy of the fruit, you know the the. Um, what what would you say tier one free agents? Right. What about Tom Brady? Is there any chance that we even entertain him coming into the door? I, I, uh, it would it would do something weird to me. I I think it would all be for show. I would internally combust if Tom Brady <laughs> was an Indianapolis Colt. It's kind of like. Um, who were we talking about earlier saying it was hard to, it would be hard to cheer for? Oh, well, Philip Rivers just yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but Brady Brady's a different different animal. He's a patriot, man. I guess that would mean Vanderjack sticking around another year. <laughs> I totally meant Benetary. Um so I I think that's that's some good um Colts talk um for sure about Jacoby probably done. Oh, did you have anything more on the Colts? I did. But <laughs> okay. Well, we'll follow up with this. Uh, we got Reagan calling in. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got him. Um, Reagan is here on the phone. He just did his taxes. So if Uncle Sam is listening, it's coming. Uh, Reagan, thank you for joining. Yeah, sorry I couldn't be there tonight, but... Uh... The record time was a little getting a little too close to my bedtime. Well, we appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I, Tommy and I just told you our feelings. Uh, we're opening the floor to you 
to talk about IU. So, go at it. Well, you know, here's the thing about the Hoosiers. They're not a Big Ten basketball team. And I, they don't have players that are good enough to consistently win at that level. And I'm getting sick and tired of people going on Twitter and other uh, social media platforms and radios and saying, Archie Miller needs to do this. Archie Miller needs to do that. Archie needs to play these guys. Archie needs to run this defense. Archie needs to run this offense. It doesn't matter what combination of things Archie Miller does. He does not have players that can win in the Big Ten. Now, if you want to tell me, well, Archie needs to hold kids accountable um, and stuff like that, I'll, I'll listen to that conversation. But don't tell me Archie needs to never, ever, 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 ever play Devontae Green again. I don't think that's the case. Don't tell me that, you know, Joey Brunk needs to play all the time. Or don't tell me Trace needs to play the five. There is no magical combination that can make this team win. If you want to tell me that Archie needs to be more demanding or that Archie doesn't have a, a good grasp of the temperature of his team, I'll listen to that. I think there's a little bit of truth to that. But don't give me this, that you've got the magical solution. He needs to do this, that, and the other. None of it's true. Simple fact is IU is not talented enough to win in the Big Ten. The most prime example of that is Joey Brunk came from Butler, where he averaged like 12 minutes a game last year. He is being asked to play 25 to 30 minutes a game in the Big Ten. He went to a better school and is asked to play more minutes. That's not a good combination. No offense to Joey, I actually love the way he plays. He is the heart and soul of what an Indiana kid, um, what it means to an Indiana kid to play at IU. But he is not Big Ten level. There's a reason that Tom Green stopped recruiting him. He's not IU good. And the IU players, they don't they don't take to heart, other than I think maybe him, what it means to be an Indiana Hoosier. You look at the last time IU had any success. Okay, you look you look back to Yogi's senior year. Yogi, an Indiana kid who was good enough to play in the Big Ten, who understood what it meant to be an Indiana Hoosier, and he understood that his legacy was going to be built on whether or not he won. And he did. He won a Big Ten title. You go back a couple years earlier when, when Jordy Holes and Vic and Sheehy and Watford and Zeller and Yogi and all those guys played together. You know? You, you obviously had some... Uh, high-level NBA players, but you also had some role players. You had guys that can shoot the ball. You had guys that understood what it, how to play at that high of a level. And IU does not have those kind of players right now. They do not have anybody that can shoot, which is a disgrace to Indiana. But they don't have anybody that can shoot. They don't have any elite ball handlers. Uh, they are just a bunch of, 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 of guys that don't play hard all the time and aren't super skilled. And say what you want about Archie. He, he deserves another year because I think everybody deserves four years when you're completely, you know, recreating a program. But it, it's not him. Like, he was. He said after the game that, you know, this loss is on me. Well, the loss isn't on you. You know, he wasn't out there not playing hard. He wasn't out there missing shots. He wasn't out there turning the ball over or being late through screens. That loss wasn't on Archie. 
should he be demanding more demanding of his players? Sure. But this comes down to the players just just not playing as hard as they should and not being great. And a lot of people defend, I think, some of the wrong guys. You know, people are defending Rob Finnessy and saying how great Rob is. Well, no offense to, to Rob, but what makes him so much better than Al or, or even Devontae? Maybe a couple turnovers here and there, but at least Devontae scores. You know, people rip Devontae, and it, it drives me insane. I mean, if you were on a team and you were, you were one of two people that can score, you're going to shoot the ball too. They don't have, other than Trey and Devontae, there's not anyone on that team who is a legitimate scoring threat. So if you're Devontae and the shot clock's winding down, yeah, you're going to take a bad shot because nobody else can. Nobody else can even get their shot off. So I'm sick, sick of people just ripping on Devontae. I, 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 obviously, he, he is reckless sometimes, and he has some terribly stupid passes. But he's one of their two guys that can score. And other than Trace and him, they do not have a Big Ten level score. They don't have anybody that has a, a strength that can go get a bucket. And in Big Ten games, when it comes down to the wire, and, and this is one thing that hurt him against Maryland, this is one thing that hurt him against Arkansas, is they don't have somebody that can go get a bucket. And that it's not Archie Miller's fault necessarily that they don't have that person. He was behind the eight ball in his first recruiting class and got some guys that probably aren't big-time D1 players. His second recruiting class, he thought he had a better group than he did, but Rob's turned out to be very mediocre this year, and Romeo went pro, so there's his two best in that class. And he got Trace this year, who's been outstanding. So, you know, I don't want to sit here and say that I'm just defending Archie Miller, but... I'm sick of people ripping him for the wrong reasons. And if he brings in another class next year and these guys don't perform well at all and they can't shoot like everybody thinks they can and they can't defend and IU has another year where they miss the tournament, then get him out. But until then, people need to just relax, all right, and 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 place blame in proper, proper places. It's on the players, and if there is, there's rumors that there's issues with the higher-ups at Big Ten, the, the AD, the, the school president, about not allowing discipline. And if that's the case, then that's not Archie's fault either. So, it's driving me insane. I, I, I almost got fired up this morning uh, driving in my car to work because just thinking about all the people that have been bashing on Archie for stupid reasons. Get your facts straight. Know something about basketball before you start going around and just saying whatever that doesn't make any sense. Okay, I feel better. Woo, I need to get that off my chest. All right, Rego. I'll have to say I, I think you're on the right track. I kind of agree with everything you say. Uh, I just, the team's not that good. That's what it comes down to is we're not good enough and- to win yet. Absolutely. And Every year we get everyone gets excited because we win against teams we should be in the preseason. And then we kind of have a good Big Ten game here and there. But, I mean, we don't have a team that's good enough to be at the top of the Big Ten. Correct. And, and you know, we should not, or IU should not have, you know, 
gotten absolutely destroyed by Purdue at Assembly Hall. That there's no excuse for that on any any party. Um, but at the end of the day, I had someone tell me that well, Purdue's no more talented than IU. Uh, wrong. Purdue has six or seven guys better than IU's third best player. I mean, the Wheeler kid is more talented than anybody on IU's team besides Trey. And, and he's coming off the bench. And I know he's not had a great year, but they're so much more talented, way better shooters. So when, when you're people, some people fail to realize that it is a talent issue. And the greatest coach in the world can draw up a great set, but if you don't have anybody that can knock down an open shot, it doesn't matter what you're on. It's like the quarterback of the football team. You can throw a great pass if a wide receiver can't catch it. It doesn't matter. Yep. I agree. I not agree. All, not all NFL teams have skyboxes running routes for them. I wanted to ask your opinion. You know, A, first off, I like, I love your your. You're not blaming Archie. You're you're kind of giving Ar- Archie a chance because you know I, I'm an Archie guy. I still I still like him. I still think he can he can get it done. Uh, but I wanted to get your opinion on him not letting the team be any part of the night thing. Not even sure. like, not not even listen to it. Not even watch it. Uh, I kind of, in my opinion, would have liked for them. Uh, somebody said something about. They don't want a distraction in the middle of the game. My kind of thought was like, I think this team might need a distraction. Like, well, they yeah, sure as hell didn't listen to him say play defense. I'm, I'm kind of torn on that because one issue with that is, I mean, if you think back, Bob Knight wasn't there since 2001, and some of these kids weren't even born. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, same with like the student section. None of them were born, pretty yeah. much. And but I'm saying is that this team's got one chance, and I think it's to be extremely motivated by something because it's not going to be talent that takes them over the top. So, you know, I think if you're gonna, you know, do something, let, some, let, them, let them. I mean, I, it's IU, man. It's it's it's. You got to play for IU when you play at IU, yeah. and and I think play with some pride. I, I feel like w- watching something like that might might benefit our team. To be honest with you, from a coach's perspective, me as thinking in a coach's mind, going into that, I don't think I would have planned to let my team watch that because you know if, if you're in the middle of a grind out game with your rival. Um, you're going to want them in the locker room focused on that. Yeah. However, after the first half performance, I'm not sure what I would have done. I might not have even let them in the locker room. I might have just told them, you guys just stand on the court because nothing I'm going to say is going to work. So, I mean, I see both sides of it. Yeah. I, wanted, I that's... think Archie was just coming from the mindset, I don't want him distracted. I want him focused. Right. So we're going to go in the locker room. So I don't blame him. I know some people are really fired up about it, and I understand why people would say that they think he should have let them, but I, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Yeah, and that's that's why I wanted your opinion. I haven't really coached before. I wanted a coach's opinion, and that's that's 
from a coach's perspective, I can definitely see that being something you kind of want to keep your team out of in the middle of a game. But, yeah, it's a great point. And another part of that, like, they had a bunch of former player introductions before they got to, to Bobby Knight. So, you know, it, the timing of it would have been really weird. Yeah. They would have, you know, do they go into the locker room for five minutes and then come back out? watch Bobby, and then go back in. I don't really think there's a right answer to it. So I'm not going to blame Archie for the way he handled that. Um, But that's just another thing, you know, when a coach is on your third list, it's just one more thing you can knock on him for. Right. I'm on the same page. You feel better? Everything me and Smitty predicted about the game was completely wrong. <laughs> we predicted both teams would struggle to shoot, the under would hit, and IU would win. And we were over three. Ouch. Well, Purdue just lost at home. I think they went like one for 16 from three, and their big man's the only oh, one that hit the. Of course they did. Of course they did. Yeah. Um, Penn State. Also shot like 90% from three. Unreal. Um, so that was, uh, you know, some good IU talk. Did you have any more? I mean, are, are you good on that? Uh, yeah, I they, need to cool off. They, they don't deserve any more of our time. They don't deserve any more of our time. <laughs> it's going to be like a quarter of the episode. Um, hey, well, actually, actually, uh, we're close to having a no IU talk rule allowed on the pod. Ooh, we're going to have to change our name of our podcast then. That's, that's all right. That's a good point. You can only say it in the name of the podcast. Um, hey, I got to ask you, have you been following up on the uh, the trade that just went down in the uh, the MLB with the, with the Red Sox? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Let me let me ask you this. Or let me what do you think about this? Okay, so you know how uh, Alex Cora, the manager for the Red Sox, he was fired for his connection to the um, to the Houston Astros and their their like buzzing um, device. Yeah. Okay, just making sure you can hear me. Um, what if, because the Red Sox are the Red Sox? Their punishment was to trade away David Price and Mookie Betts, but it was to make it seem that it was just a normal trade as is. But that was really their punishment was to trade away their best player. Um, I mean, I could see that being the case. I like this conspiracy that's starting. I'm just, I'm just telling you, boys. And now they're coming out with. Uh, so they had the the Red Sox monster trade that lasted a week that nobody's talking about the Astros, and now they're talking about changing the the playoff formula or the playoff system. I mean, just saying. Um, we don't have to continue on that, um, but I'm not above I'm not above conspiracy theories in professional sports. I think it's a good one. I think there's going to be a documentary about it in about twenty thirty years, and and we're all going to look back and be like. Remember when we predicted that? Maybe it'll be Who's Your Picks production that does it. Oh. Um, Reagan, so uh, you want to get go, do the uh, the tops list? Yeah, let's roll. Okay. Um, so Tommy and I decided the order um, 
while we were waiting on you. He he's going first. I'm going second. You're going third. We're snaking it. Okay. All right. So uh, we looted it. Where we looted. We alluded it um, in the beginning. The tops list is going to be our favorite drinks growing up. Uh, most of us lived in the '90s, I believe. So, born in the '80s. Born, born in the '80s. Dang, God, old. Um, so, Tommy, start us off. Your top drink as a child growing up. So I'm starting with number one. We're not doing like a ranking system. Ooh. Reagan, you want to go over the deets? Like, give me the deets. How, how are we doing this? Give me the rules. I would say, uh, we're, yeah, I would say just give your top one, and then we'll go through the list. And But you can, if you steal somebody's, you steal somebody's, no big deal. Okay, so, so more than one person can have the same drink. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And then we're going to do a poll, so make sure you guys are following us on our uh, social medias, uh, at Hoosier Picks on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, Tommy, start us off. All right. So kicking off, number one for me, I don't know if this is going to be like one that everyone agrees on or not, but for me, number one is the good old Yoo-Hoo. Ooh. You guys, the alternative you, chocolate you milk. You guys remember it? it was it chocolate milk? Was it not chocolate milk? It wasn't chocolate milk until you shook it up and got the sediment down at the bottom. Yes. Then it became chocolate what, milk. What was it actually labeled? Was it like? Was it called like chocolate drink? Chocolate drink is what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah. that's a hundred percent what it was because it definitely wasn't dairy. And we we didn't we didn't have we didn't have it at my house. I had to go to I think it was either the Reeds. Or I had to the, go to Yazelle's. Yazelle's had yeah, it. Yazelle's always had you. I think the Kirtleys had it too. Um, or if I just rolled my bike to the gas station. Yeah, that was the yeah. only time. Solid number one. Reagan, any thoughts on Yuhu? Uh, this is probably a real unpopular opinion, but I did I did not drink much Yuhu. Well. You weren't hanging out with the right kids. You and Vodka in college was so stupid. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with my number one. Uh, this is just, I think it's making a comeback, and I'm really excited about it, but I'm choosing Surge. You Surge. remember Surge? Surge was like labeled as a uh, soft drink, but it really had like nine times the amount of sugar, so it was basically an energy drink. It was kind of like a four loco without the alcohol right. that you could just go to Taco Bell and get you like a 32 ounce of it and slam it and then refill it. So yeah, see, I was never a surge guy because I'm not really like a I don't really like Mountain Dew and like you know those. I guess I don't know if it's something about them being green and yellow colored. I'm just not into. The, I don't like any of those drinks. Mellow yellow margaritas, not, not for me. Pina coladas, margaritas. Nah, I mean margaritas taste good, but. Too much sugar and alcohol the way other man. Okay, well, I mean, I, I'll just I'll do a sh- shot of tequila. Okay, but it's like the actual mix. I wasn't doing that when I was a kid. Reagan, did you ever drink Surge? Yeah, I think one year after Inner's Courts, they gave us the complimentary Surge. <laughs> that must have been the best year. Did ever. they give it to you before <laughs> the game, and you just went freaking ham? <laughs> no, it was and then threw that. up all over the place. Surge. Definitely after the game. Surge. 
All right, Reagan, what's your number one? Uh, I'm going to go with Little Hugs. I don't know if that's the name, but that's the name I found on the internet. They're in like, it, it looks like a barrel, and it's different colored like juices. And you had to like poke a straw through the lid. Do you guys remember those? Yeah. Yep, I do. I just ripped the, the foil off, though, and just drank it like a grenade and then threw it in the trash can. <laughs> That's what I used to do with those. I respect that move. But yeah. Power yeah, I move. love those. Classic, again, just basically all 90s drinks were just sugar. Yeah. It was just sugar water. That's all those were. Right. Reagan, you're uh, back-to-back on the snake. Um, I'm going to go my second pick. I'm going to go... This is going to be real specific. A big red fountain drink from Taco Bell. I get it. If if there was a... If, if I knew how to do any type of production other than the limited amount that I do, I would insert like a grand a grand hall standing up and giving you a, a clapping ovation for that specific of a drink. That is... <laughs> That is beautiful. That was. Tommy doesn't really. Probably should have been my number one. I wonder. But if, I remember specifically at Taco Bell, the big red was better than anywhere else. I wonder. Did, I mean, did you ever experience that, Tommy? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it, I spent, it was. I spent a lot of time at the Seymour Taco Bell as but, well. But I didn't know if you rolled with the crew that drank Big Red or if you were. Man. Everyone who's cool drinks big, right? <laughs> Reagan. Reagan, great number two. Um, Thank you. Uh, my number two, I'm actually going to go with Big Red as well. Ooh. I'm, I'm not going to go with that specific because um, I, I didn't write it down. Um, if you could give me one Big Red to ever have, it would be the one that you chose. But I was just simply going to go with Big Red. Um Honestly, my favorite thing to do with Big Red is to make Big Red floats uh, with vanilla oh, ice cream. Yeah. Killer. Yeah, so um, definitely went with Big Red as my number two as well. So good on you, Reagan. So Thank you. On to me, right? Yep, back to back. So my number two is going to be the good old classic Kool-Aid that your mom made in the pitcher. Oh, yeah. And I, I actually picked a flavor. I went with Berry Blast. <laughs> kind of had a, I like it. a purplish. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it was berries, blue, sure, red. Good, good, solid drink. You know, hot summer day. You come in from the pool, and your mom's got a fresh pitcher of Kool Aid. Again, another drink where you just poured like six pounds yeah. of sugar in. <laughs> That's all I remember. It's like, you took like... The More cu- sugar, Mom! You just put the took the cup thing and just kept putting sugar in. Yeah. Yep. So Kool-Aid for sure. Berry Blast for me. A lot of good flavors, though, out there. Um, number three for me... I'm having, having trouble deciding between my three and my four. But I think for three, I'm going to go Capri Sun... Pacific Cooler. Now, everybody had to have a mom that brought Capri Suns to their sporting event. Now, the, the only problem with the Capri Sun now, though, is you, the straw. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you're stabbing it all the way through the bottom. Sometimes you're going straight through the back. Sometimes mm-hmm. it won't go in at all. 
I think there's a, a little bit of a flaw in there, but just a classic drink as a kid. Every every youth soccer game has Capri Suns. Yeah. I don't know how Capri Sun like ran a gambit on the soccer mom industry, but that's all that they did. Yeah. They like I never had a Capri Sun outside of a little league soccer baseball game. Right. And but and they're still they're still a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't hang around little kids that often, yeah. so I don't pick them up at the well, store. We're glad. We're glad you don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, was that your three, Reagan? Any any thoughts on Capri Suns? Capri Sun is a classic. I've actually grown. The older I've gotten, the more appreciative I've been for Capri Suns. So they actually didn't make my list, but it's a high quality and a multi-purpose drink beautiful up to me um my three um reagan kind of along the lines of your uh the barrel the barrel drink um i went with squeeze it's you guys remember that i mean oh squeeze it yeah squeeze squeeze it's og i feel like i remember um squeeze it's were always always during the summer uh, out by the pool, um, I used to take them and pretend like I'd go underwater as far as I could, hold my breath, and then inhale the squeeze it like as like miniature air. So that was my. I I basically almost drowned like three times as a little kid doing that. So, but I'm a great swimmer. That's impressive. But squeeze it's were always on on the top of my list, so I went with that for number three. Rego, solid choice. Uh, so my number three is uh, is going to be specifically Riptide Rush Gatorade, the purple Gatorade. Um, that was always my childhood favorite Gatorade. So again, another drink, just straight sugar. But I I almost threw a specific Gatorade flavor into mine, and I didn't. I might have to bring it up at the end. Um, my number four, uh, I'm getting kind of specific again, and it's, it's basically a squeeze it, but the Kool-Aid brand and cherry of the same type of squeeze it, but, um, yeah, the Kool-Aid brand. Was it, what were those called? Kool-Aid, like, I think Kool-Aid Burst? Something like that. Yeah, no. it, it, it was basically exactly a squeeze it. Yeah. So that was the one that came to mind instead of a squeeze it, but similar. I like it. Yep. Who's it up to? You. All right. My number four. Now, this one is, this one anybody could have on their list, but it's not going to be the same drink regardless of what, you know, you think it is. Um, But I'm going to go with a suicide Growing up, this is why I didn't go with the Taco Bell uh, Big Red because I would go to Taco Bell and do a mean ass suicide. I get some Mountain Dew. Uh, I would do Big Red, Dr Pepper, um, you know, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, whatever you know, Fruitopia they had there, and I would make the meanest suicides. Don't tell me you guys never. Don't tell me you guys never made a suicide. Oh man, have I had a suicide? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
actually every time I went to Taco Bell, I had to decide, am I going just Big Red or am I doing a suicide? And I would usually do one round of Big Red, one round of suicide. Hey, I mean, it's it's the best of every world when it comes to soft drinks. You basically just covered every soft drink. I, I thought about going to the gas station just making a suicide for the purpose of this podcast. Maybe we should. <laughs> I, wish, I wish you would have. Me and Scott, we'll be right back. Yep. You, you, you hold down the floor. Right Reagan, now. we're going to give you five minutes to talk about whatever. We'll be right back. <laughs> you should have done that when I went on my IU rant. Well, damn. We went and got Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> um, all right, Tommy, you're number four. All right, so my number four is basically the same. Is it, So I had, I literally wrote down, squeeze it slash Mondo slash Kool-Aid. And it's, be, <laughs> it's because on top of your two, the squeeze it and the Kool-Aid, uh, whatever, we, whatever we thought it was, um, but do you remember Mondo? I don't. No. Mondo was like Mondo was in that you know same plastic, and you like it. It was like a little bit more rigid and a little bit more squared, but you had like a, a different top that you twisted off. Mm-hmm. But I mean, same exact thing. The reeds always had Mondos. The reeds had like the best fridge <laughs> and the best snack pantry ever. If if we did snacks, it would just be me naming off the Reed's pantry, probably, and and this is basically me na- me naming off their fridge. <laughs> so my number five is a little bit of a kind of a might be a personal thing, but just kind of a kind of takes me back to childhood. Welch's sparkling white grape juice. Your parents would like have it at parties to like simulate that you were popping bottles you know drinking mm-hmm. new year's new eve. year's eve yeah for yeah, sure yeah i remember always having that around and you know you you wanted to get might put it in like a champagne glass or something but you had your 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 sparkling white grape juice mm-hmm. yep look look like a it came in what looked like a wine or like a champagne bottle basically no, you definitely felt like you were, like, you know, pretend getting drunk. You know, oh, I'm stumbling in. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't make my list as because, you know, I was thinking something like I drank all the time. But right. when I think of, like, if you give me that, I'm eventually hitting that, like, probably within, like, the first 10 or 15. Yeah. Yeah. So, for sure. Um, all right. So, my number five, I'm going to go with um, All Sport. Um yeah, I, I mean, for, for now we got a we got you know, we got some like people that might not even I don't know if her, was all sport regional or was all sport like nationwide. I I think it was fairly nationwide. Was but. I think it was nationwide. I I just I knew Big Red was kind of regional when we were growing up, but um, all sport. You know, hey, I got a fun I got a fun Big Red fact. The, uh, the name for Big Red came from a man from Seymour. Really? Yeah, so when they were trying to think of a name for Big Red, there was a redhead in the company, and his nickname was Big Red. <laughs> and, and so they decided, well, if, you know, it just fit perfectly, so they called it Big Red. 
I love it. Um, my grandpa loved Big Red so much, we buried him with one. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Big Red. Here's a freaking shout out. Um, but my my final one is going to be all sport red. I'm not sure if it was like, I don't think, it might have been cherry, but I thought it was just like red or red something. Um, but yeah, early, early like little league, early soccer, like Gatorade really didn't hit until like maybe middle school, high school, um, or aim Powerade. Um, and if it did, it was in the powder, like the powder mixture. Um, but all sport was always around. Um the household. Not gonna lie, I hated all sport. Thought it tasted <laughs> like poison. I, I did not. I was not a fan. I know a lot of people were. I know. I remember it being at like the Seymour concessions and getting it every once in a while. But I feel like every time I had it, like my stomach felt like it was gonna explode. Well. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. What Reagan. To say. Reagan, what's your opinion on all sport? Um, I, I remember drinking it regularly as a child, but somewhere in my grown-up life, somebody, um, got, like, a huge collection of them, and I remember drinking it again as an adult, and it was one of the worst drinks I'd ever had. <laughs> my dad also had a all-sport cooler, so I thought, like, that was pretty cool, too. They were, like, green and uh, black. Like a lime green yeah. and black. Yeah, that cool. Yeah, I know. Cool I coolers, that. cool coolers. Reagan, you're uh, you're number five. My number five. Uh, I'll get specific again. Is a nice cold can of Mountain Dew. The old can, huh? It had to be out of a can. Had to be really cold. But man, on a summer day, even if. Even if you weren't outside, like I remember I would go visit, my mom and I would go visit a lady, and uh, every time we went over there, she, she would give me a, a, a ice-cold can of Mountain Dew, and I really looked forward to that. Can't argue there. I mean... I think if I was to drink Mountain Dew, it would be out of a can. Yeah, I think my wife's family, they have Mountain Dew in the can, and I drink it sometimes, but... I get it. I get it. I get that out of the can. You know what? You know what's also um, over at like gas stations are the Mountain Dew slushies. Oh, so damn good. We went to the we went to the movie theater right down the street um, the other night to watch Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. and they have like like that like Coke slushy machine, mm-hmm. but it's a Jack and Coke. It's like a spiked one. Yeah. And could, could you put anything, or was it Jack or no? It was like. It was like literally labeled and stuff. It was hmm. like a Jack and Coke slushy machine. I, I almost got one, but I was. I feel like that would make me sick because I, I kinda, slammed those slushies. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. All right, Reagan. Solid five. Um, we're going to get that put on a poll. And, um, you know, you guys vote on it. And I wanted to mention my. Maybe the loser brings uh, the bourbon for the next podcast. Maybe. Maybe. I wanted to mention my, uh, I talked about my favorite Gatorade flavor. Kind of almost made my list. It it, it went away for some reason, uh, but it was Green Squall. Mm-hmm. You remember I Green remember that. Squall? Yeah, because I used to think it was Green Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite Gatorade flavor, and then they just stopped making it. Yeah, I uh, I don't think it was too popular. 
Because I, I, I went into gas stations before and asked for it. And they're like, well, we, we discontinued having it. And I remember, like, that's why I switched back to, like, the yeah. uh, the white ice one. I love that one. That, just just want to throw that out there. Green Squall. Green Squall is a good one. Are you guys into, like, the Gator, the G2s? Like, the Gator, like, the watered-down Gatorades? Uh, like Gatorade I like wa- G2. I don't even pay attention when I grab a Gatorade anymore. <laughs> I don't get them very often. Oh, no! I like I like one after a workout every once in a while. Um, we'll have this on a poll, so everybody uh, listening, please go to our social medias, follow us at Hoosier Picks. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get that up there as soon as possible. Reagan, you got anything else, man? Nah, I'm good. Okay, well, thanks for calling in. Later, man. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, we'll see you guys soon. We'll talk to you. All right, now uh, we just um, just got off the phone with Reagan. Um, just got done with our tops list, but Tommy and I wanted to finish off real quick because um, we were talking about the Colts, and you said you were looking at some mock drafts or something. Yeah, I like to that's I like to pay attention to the mock drafts, kind of see what where people are moving. Obviously, we haven't had um, even the combine yet, so this is going to change a lot. But I still kind of check in maybe once a month, every once in a while. And I, I've seen several that say the Colts are going to go after one of these top. The, the receiver class is stacked, um, but we're basically going to go after one of the top ones. Uh, Jerry Judy is a name I've been seeing out of Alabama. Um, just a freak. And then the other one, C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. Just mm-hmm. a, a, two guys that could be humongous playmakers at wide receiver, bring speed. Uh, just, you know, and, and last year, if – if you think about last year, I mean, Jacoby up and down, but you think about our receiving situation. We lose Devin Funches the first game. T.Y.'s injured off and on all year. Uh, Paris Campbell's injured. You know, for a lot of the season, our best receiver was Zach Paschal. Agreed. I mean, I don't even need to agree with you. I think the numbers probably say that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had to be, right? And he played well. I mean, he played great. Stepped up. But but you got teams out here saying that you know we don't have an elite receiver. That like like I mean, obviously I don't like the Patriots, but a lot of the complaint was that Brady didn't have any receivers to throw to. He's got Julian Edelman. He had Josh Gordon. He had Antonio Brown. I mean, he he just didn't have Gronk. But we I mean we we didn't. Eric Ebron played terrible pretty much and was injured, and then, you know, he just – he's a head case. That's why he's off the team now. I think Jack Doyle was injured in there somewhere. I mean, mm-hmm. but he had a okay season. But we just – I mean, Brissett, I don't think he's, you know, the answer, but he didn't have much to work with really. Uh, and and I think getting a receiver like Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb could really benefit – you know, hopefully the rest of our receivers come back and are healthy. But, you know, we have a, some big playmakers out there, and I think it's a different ball game. Um, I think of guys like Mike Thomas, Julio Jones, um, like those two receivers. One of those guys could be in this class. Right. We it, There could be multiple guys right. in this class. And I think, a Calvin Johnson. I think one of those guys could be one of them, maybe both of them. So I, I'm honestly all right if they take either one of those guys. 
one or the other. Yeah. I wonder what it'll come down to if I mean, if 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 both of them are there, like it's, it it literally could be a coin flip. Well, I think they. I think most people are thinking that whoever's right before him is going to take the other one. So they may. They, they may be. They may be only forced into the pig. Right, but it's. I forget who it is. It might be the Raiders. Um, oh well, if they're going to go off of the way that Al Davis used to draft players, they're going to go get the fastest and. Yeah, you know. well, in the in the Raiders, I mean, they took a big hit with Ant- the Antonio Brown situation this year at receiver. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love that. I, either one, like you said, um, it, it's definitely going to help Ty take focus away from him. Right. Maybe he can take a couple more plays off and, you know, save his body and we work later into the season um, like we haven't for the past four years. But um, awesome. So like I said earlier, follow us on the social medias. I think we're going to hopefully get a blog out. I'm writing a blog right now. Um, uh, Social medias are Who's Your Picks on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, Tommy? Anything closing out? No, I think uh, that about does it. Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you.